nothing you can really nothing. do. Nothing nobody's going to get that because nobody's going to no. think you picked this song. No, no I didn't. Know, I didn't know it. <laughs> nope. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Season 2 of Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Jason, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, my co-host Eric. How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good. So do you collect a lot of things? Uh, no. I sure don't. Well, I collect a lot of things, and let me tell you, things always go better with rock. <laughs> oh, my God. I walked right into that. Oh, God. Gotcha. All, all the cobwebs I just walked into. Oh, <laughs> oh my dad joking self. <clears throat> all right. Never well. ends, does it? It never ends, no, and it will not end with this show, trust me. <laughs> All right, we're continuing the second half of our Season 2 list, which is our top 25 guitar solos of the 80s. Yep. And the next song on the list comes from the 1984 album, Sign In Please. At number 22, it's Turn Up the Radio by Autograph. Behind the Music. So our spotlight today is on guitarist Steve Lynch. And I'm proud to say that there is a great interview with Steve on this website called rediscoverthe80s.com. Uh, you might have heard of that. Never heard of that site. <laughs> anyway, the interview was conducted by our uh, Retro Network colleague, Old School Tim, back in 2011. And there's a lot of good stuff in here, basically, about uh, you know how Steve got into guitar playing and all that. So yeah. I figured I'd just glean that interview with uh, a lot of content here so here's steve in his own words on his early career quote i realized i first wanted to be a musician when my sister bought home the first beatles album in 1964 all our cute girlfriends came over to listen and went crazy and when i when when they heard it and i thought hmm i can do that <laughs> it didn't become reality until 67 when i started playing bass then I switched over guitar on September 18th, 1970, the day that Jimi Hendrix died. Wow. I played in several bands in Seattle and L.A. before Autograph. I also went to the Guitar Institute years before the band was ever formed. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and uh, he goes on about the uh, influence of Jimi Hendrix. He says, quote, I was really into listening to Hendrix. I was trying to figure out how he was getting those wild sounds. <laughs> Even when I was still playing bass, but in borrowing my friend's uh, guitar. I was just fascinated with him and thought he must be from another planet because no one else sounded you know, anything like him. All right. I think his dedication to music made me want to make the same sacrifice, unquote. Uh, Steve is known for the two-hand tapping technique, and this is how uh, he started doing it. He says, quote, I was experimenting a little when I lived in Seattle during the mid-70s, but when I went to the Guitar Institute of Technology, which is uh, now known as the Musicians Institute, in 78, I met Emmett Chapman, who was the inventor of the Chapman stick. 
Uh, he did a clinic at the school. Needless to say, I was absolutely amazed at the sounds he was creating. And I asked him after the clinic to show me how he was uh, talking about regarding how he uh, started the technique on the guitar and had progressed to a point where he decided to develop an instrument that would satisfy the extent to where he wanted to bring the technique. So he showed me a couple ideas using pentatonics with both hands and separate shapes. And from there, my mind exploded and I decided to do everything I was learning at GIT and incorporate this technique. I wrote everything down so I wouldn't forget it. And this became my first book. The sounds I was able to create using this technique became a signature of my style, which I had not heard before. Therefore, I decided to incorporate it in most of my solos and publishing my first book to share the theory behind the technique. Uh, now, here's a little bit about Autograph's uh, backstory. So, quote, the members from what later became Autograph were all playing in bands that were signed to different labels. We only got together on the weekends to jam because we were all friends and who had played in previous bands together. One day at a rehearsal slash jam, Andy Johns, the English producer, came to us. He loved what we were doing so much that he offered to bring us into Oceanway Studios to do a free demo. Well, of course we all said yes. Wow. The demo turned out very well, and after completion, Kenny Richards, the drummer, played it for David Lee Roth, who he had been jogging with every morning during that time. <laughs> So David loved it and asked us to open up for Van Halen's tour in 1984. And we put all of our other projects on hold and did the tour. And from that point on, we started receiving numerous offers from record labels to sign with. And we ended up uh, accepting an offer from RCA. And the rest is history. And finally, uh, this is how Turn Up the Radio came together. So Steve says, quote, I was up on stage at a rehearsal and I started playing a riff I had just made up. Everyone asked, what is that? This, this is how a, a, a song goes to Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, I don't know. Let's just try something with it. So everyone got on stage, started playing around with it. Next thing you know, within a half an hour, we had a completed song, lyrics and all. That's stupid. This happened, God. <laughs> this happened so naturally and felt right. Shut RCA up. hated the song and refused to let us put it on the album. Well, we did it anyway, and then when all was said and done, they claimed it was their idea to put it on the album. <laughs> yeah, right. Quote, unquote. Uh, that's, that's dumb. You wrote that song a half an hour. That's ridiculous. Isn't that all? That's how always. All that's how all the great songs come together. Happen. It's just like 20 Tony minutes. All was around. done. Yeah. Lyrics and all. I wrote it on the back of a paper bag and, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Shut up. Tattooed the chords to my arm. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I would remember. Oh my gosh. Let's get personal. So I had heard this song through the years, but I've never never really dove into Autograph's catalog or what they have of a catalog right. uh, until like this last 10 year period. The album cover for Sign In Please, it has that chromed hand holding yep. a necklace. I don't know what that style is. It's awesome though. I yeah. saw it at a thrift store and it caught my eye. And what, the album or the up, necklace? The album. Oh, The okay. album cover. Okay. So I picked up the album cover. I remembered Turn Up the Radio. So I bought it for a few bucks. It's a great album. I love yeah. that first album. Yep. And it just, you know, side to side, thinking about it as a record and flipping it. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. So it wasn't, and then, 
I can't remember now. Just left me the, the next one after that that they released that was in the 80s. That one was pretty fun, but they never really, you know, took off past this one song that just kind of crossed over. But, it, you know, it's some really good, uh, you know, hard rock music. And I've just, uh, I don't know, I've enjoyed them. I, it's weird that they didn't get any bigger than they really did during that time you know yeah those first two albums are ridiculously good this one this one especially but the next one that's the stuff that's uh, yes that's that's a criminally underrated album it's so good um but yeah they for i mean i mean honestly you can <laughs> this is gonna sound horrible <laughs> Uh-oh. You, you can look at them and realize why they didn't get very far as far as mainstream success because they didn't they weren't they, they weren't pretty boys like the rest of the, of the bands that were they were hitting about the same mm-hmm. time they had the long hair though they did but i mean you know i watched know. them they played on they played on uh not american top 40 uh american bandstand american bandstand yeah and i want to say it was like solid gold or, or one of those other shows yes like, they were really? they were on solid gold that's 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 exactly right because i remember seeing that and but, uh, you know it's yeah a little i'm mean, not american bandstand a little awkward maybe on solid gold but yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know it, that, that but you're right this album is is i mean it's one of those albums that you're like how did this not get any bigger than it was because it was right. I mean, it's got i mean i can think of just off the top of my head, five songs off that off of that album that are just great songs, and that yeah. and they, that they went nowhere. Even their next their next single after "Turn Up the Radio" didn't. I don't, I don't even think it charted. It didn't even get it didn't even get any attention at all. Yeah, it was criminal how how little success these guys had. Yeah, I mean, just uh, I don't know. It's it's weird how uh, almost. Uh, I don't know if it's the music industry or just the the general public choose which yeah. artists you know rise well, and, or at least have their moment. I mean, this, yeah. this moment was really quick. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it you know, and I, I've 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 discovered that in my you know my 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 album project, just you know certain bands that they they were just poised to be you know successful and they didn't do anything. <laughs> like, how does mm-hmm. that happen? How does that? I mean. You know, you write all these good songs. You have a great produced album. It sounds great, and it just doesn't it doesn't work out for yeah. that band. But for another band, it does. I don't get it. It's a shame. So, yeah. The breakdown. All right. So as far as the solo goes, just like I want a new drug that we just talked about a, a couple episodes ago. There's some really fun licks in the intro. Yeah. You get that uh, flock of seagulls effect. I call it. You know, with him just kind of up real high. And it almost like sounds like sound effects or something that he's doing with the uh, guitar, but it, it, he's just kind of like playing around almost at the beginning, and then you get that "turn it up," you know, lyric, and, yep. and it just kind of <laughs> packs it in. But as far as the main solo, he packs a lot into forty seconds. Oh yeah, I mean, you definitely hear his tapping technique. I especially love the ending. When you hear that tapping, like decrescendo, you know, as he's Where going it goes down. down. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so good. Yeah. But uh, he, you can see the whole technique in, in the solo, in the music video, which is uh, something to, uh, to revel in for a while if you've <laughs> watched the music video. Uh, but 
you know, you see all the, the finger picking and just his technique there in the music video. Then I don't know. The more I listen to it, the more I think maybe this is too low on the list. But <laughs> oh, I just love this song. I actually, uh, it has nothing to do with a solo, but I actually recorded this. Even though I owned the, I owned the tape. I recorded a version of this song off the television. <laughs> I have done that before. Because yes. if you watch the video during the intro. When he's making all those weird sounds, that mm-hmm. that chrome plated hand belongs to like a robot type yeah, yeah. video, yeah. and the and the robot in the video says "sign in, please." During right, the yeah. And I've I've always thought that was the coolest thing, so I recorded it off of the TV. <laughs> like I had my boombox turned and sit right in front of the TV speaker, and it was the crappiest recording ever. But oh yeah, that's yeah. My, that was my favorite part of the song, and so I recorded that video off the of television. That's but, so uh, weird you mentioned that. I remember there's one song in particular that I specifically remember waiting for the music video or I, I heard the music video was coming on. I loved the song and I hadn't got it yet. And that was Silent Lucidity by Queensryche. Oh really? And I remember yeah, I remember putting my boombox like up on the my dresser where my TV was and hitting record while the music video was playing. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that's I mean, crazy. I did that's that crazy. many times, and one time my I was recording something, and my sister walked in, and l- said out loud, "You're recording this, aren't you?" And I literally, I was ready to, I was ready to murder, ready to brawl, yeah, yeah. Because I had to now I have to wait again until this video comes back on to record this. <laughs> I had it, man. I did. I did. Lock the that, door. I, Do not knock. And yeah. I think I was close to the end of the song, and she ruined it. And I literally <laughs> chased after her with something. Was going to beat the crap out of her. So, uh, the solo though is so it's I mean it's it's it just sounds um, it just sounds awesome I mean just that especially when it gets to the tapping part it's so it's mm. it's just so cool it just sounds cool that's that that's the only word for it is it just sounds cool yeah I mean um, this song I just oh it gets me that uh they couldn't build off of it because it was yeah. it's such a great song yeah yeah it's 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 the truth I mean they were, you know, yeah. We've, I mean, we covered that, so I'm not going to beat the horse again. But yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with you. They should have been more, more successful than they were. He should have been more successful than he was. Um, but I, I actually saw them in concert like six years ago. Uh-huh. There was a, there was a. Was Steve with them? Steve was. He was the only one left. Um, oh, okay. Um, there was a, a like a hairband festival here in town called Wild in the Streets, and they played during the day on Saturday. And uh, this was literally the only song anybody knew. I mean, they played for like half an hour. I mean, I uh-huh. knew it because I knew the albums, but nobody was really into them until they played yeah. the song. And, um, he pulled. I mean, he even had a solo during that show. He just ripped it up. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, he was the only he was the only original guy left at, at that point. Well, beyond the solo, I mean, this song, I love the buildup because you have a super long intro. It's almost yep. two minutes. Then you get like two verses before you even get to the chorus and you get to that where there's singing, turn up the radio. I mean, it's, there's a lot of buildup to it and you're like ready to <laughs> turn it up by that point. Like, oh yeah, it, man. And the lyrics, I love the lyrics to this song. 
for every minute of work, I need a minute of play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hell yes. You know, <laughs> I mean, I just love the, the whole know, structure and lyrics of the song too. You know, you wrote a hit when 30 something years later, you play this song and the entire crowd is singing the song back to you. I mean, singing every word. I mean, that yeah. when, they, when they started playing this song, everybody was singing it. And uh, <laughs> you know, you, you wrote a hit when you do that. Yeah. What's crazy is they actually changed the lyrics from the demo. So like Spotify has the uh, their anthology album yeah. and it's got eight demos from their first album on there, including this song. And on the second part of the chorus, they say, turn up the tape machine. I want to <laughs> hear it. You know what I mean? So aren't you glad they changed tape machine to, to radio ever, again? Don't ever say that. Talk out about loud. dating yourself. But <laughs> I heard that for the first time. Like, well, wait, what? Turn tape up machine. the tape machine. That's amazing. So turn up the radio and then turn up the tape machine. So anyway. Wow. All right. So number 22 solo on our top 25 guitar solos of the 80s is the solo from Steve Lynch and turn up the radio. Some bonus songs for this episode. Well, we're limited on what Spotify has to offer. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's mainly like newer stuff that's on there. Yep. So there's this whole legal battle going on. I'm not going to get into it. Steve and the uh, current members of the band, they are suing, or the, the, the new members or whatever, they're suing Steve. They're trying to release new music without him, and it's a big mess since the bassist Randy Rand passed away. And, you know, there's this blew up on Twitter, whatever. We're not going to take sides. We're, we're a, a show of... The music appreciation here more than we're switzerland we're neutral (laughs) right exactly so the the first two albums are not on spotify so like i said the anthology is on there and it's got the original demos so my first uh bonus one we're going to play the demo version of send her to me which was that second solo or second single that they tried to uh do wait for the outro solo on the demo it's really, really good. Yeah. And then there's also an unplugged version of Turn Up the Radio on cool. the Anthology album. Really? And somehow Steve pulls off the tapping on an acoustic, man. I don't know how he does it, but you got to listen to the that's, unplugged version. That's some hand strength right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's wow. uh, th- those are the two songs I chose since we're kind of limited Yeah. Uh, with not having those first two albums on there. But anyway... Stay tuned. You'll hear the songs in their entirety if you're listening to Spotify Premium. Otherwise, use those song whip links in the show notes that will connect you with those songs in your favorite music app. If you like the show, obviously, please subscribe. Leave us a rating. If you want to support us, get your name in the show notes. Click on over to patreon.com forward slash the retro network and sign up there. You can also find us on Twitter or X marks the spot, whatever, you know, he's going to go for that. <laughs> Find us on X, uh, at Greatest Lists, YouTube, youtube.com. I think it's forward slash at the at sign Greatest Lists. You just search Greatest Lists on there. You'll find yep. our channel yep. with uh, all of Eric's You'll see my big dumb face on there. And 100 Days Reviews. Some fun <laughs> ones in there, man. I've been enjoying posting them because I get to watch them. And I'm on TikTok some, but not a lot. But So that's how I uh, get, get, your, around it. Yeah. get your reviews there. And then, of course, our website, greatestlistpodcast.com. So, 
All right, Eric will take over hosting duties for our next show, our number 21 selection. He picked it, and there is nothing you can really do about it. Oh, nothing, people. Uh, Thanks for listening to Greatest List, and we look forward to continuing our list of the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.